Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Here with Tom Homo. And Tom, media day's here. Does it feel real that, hey, we're, we're on our way to the Big 12 officially? Yeah, it's real. If, if anybody doesn't think so, to step in this venue uh-huh. and you know it's on. Yeah. I don't think there's any question that, man, it's, it's Cowboy Stadium. And I'm a Niner, but I'm impressed by how uh, the Jones family and the Cowboys have you know, opened this up. Yeah. Come into our backyard or our living room yeah. for uh, the Big 12. Great. Now, obviously, you've shepherded BYU from the Mountain West to Independence, and now ushering them into the Big 12 era. Can you talk a little bit to just how much work you've had to do in all those? You know, I, I don't really look at it as, oh, my gosh, I've, I'm exhausted. I think that um, by nature of being the athletic director at BYU mm-hmm. and the three or four previous ADs before me, yeah. or they've all been in the same business. We're trying to get into a, a P5, and they, they, all, they chipped away. Mm-hmm. And I think that when I inherited this job, which was passed on from them, yeah. that that was one of the responsibilities is, you know, try. Yeah. And I had a little bit of a head start because those guys had given me that head start. I, I've said so many times that 40 years, Lavelle, and you can go back to Christian Mercosis yeah. and Stan Watts and this great, incredible brand of BYU Athletics, but Lavelle really is the one. And I, So I look back, and if someone's going to say, hey, Tom, um, you know, thanks for they people say thanks for help and this is great. I say thank you. It's just great to be part of it. I play a role in it, like um, Jimmer played a role in it. Yeah. Uh, Danny Ainge played a role in it. Um, who can, Kenneth Rooks yeah. played played yeah, a role. Well, he, he was all, we were already but, in. But still, but yeah. If you could go through the any of them, yeah. And I, it's just like we've all been fighting for this for a long time, and this is the right time. The planets and stars aligned, and I'm happy. Now, obviously, I had a chance to talk with Rondo Felberg recently, and he talked about that. He's like, we've been kind of building towards this for 30, he said 30 years, obviously, because he did in the late 90s right. and everything. But he's talked about, he's like, this is kind of the fulfillment of years and decades-long work. Do you feel have that same sentiment? Yeah. I mean, at our celebration, we had a uh, dinner for our... Um Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. 
our empl uh, department employees. Mm -hmm. And I invited Val and Rondo okay. because I know those two guys. Mm -hmm. And I would have, we would have brought um, Coach Tuckett yeah. if he hadn't passed. Yeah. But I know those guys and I know the efforts that they made. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to discount the fact yeah. that you know their contributions and it was and when they celebrated it just as hard as i did so i know how much it felt for them to be part of it and they are a big part of it now we talked with you during that celebration you said that football is the driver of all of this yeah. obviously and this is big 12 football media day what do you think kalani satake has done the best in preparing for this upcoming season the culture of the team kalani's strength is he's a people person yeah and he just is able to get players mm -hmm. to perform. And you've looked at when he came in and inherited the team, you know, it's changed. There's been some highs and there's been some lows. But the last couple of years, especially the last two, we've been able to do some things with some infusion of money. Sure. Where a capital, where he had to make some really important decisions on personnel mm -hmm. and who we can add and what kind of people we need in what areas. There's a few jobs that were new, yeah. but it wasn't so much about the job as much as about the person fulfilling that job. I think that's his strength. But he also is, um, he's a fan, mm -hmm. and he talks about being a BYU fan before he's a BYU player. So I think he relates so well to every fan and beat Cougar Nation, and I think they relate really well to him. So when you are trying to build a brand, which we've been trying to build for 40 years, he's a great he's great for the brand, and I love that part of it. That's those are some of the top, but there's he's got a lot of skills and talents that lend so much to BYU. He's assembled a, assembled a really good staff, and two of the guys in particular, Aaron Roderick as well as Jay Hill, who are his coordinators, went with him. We were at Utah all together when they went through the transition from the Mountain West to the Pac-12. Has that been a, a, a help to have those guys have had that experience making that transition at all? Yeah, I, I think that Kalani and the previous staff mm -hmm. had some wins. They yeah. had some good successes, but I think that he had to make some hard decisions about moving forward under different circumstances. This is a whole new ball game, <laughs> going from Independence to Big 12. Mm -hmm. uh, the schedule's different. The brands and the programs yeah. are stronger. We played some really good big-time teams in Independence, but we also had some softer teams on the schedule. So he realized that this team had to kind of rebuild, not from the bottom up. There's a great foundation by Lavelle and Gary and Bronco yeah. and Kalani where we were, we're ready for this. Make no mistake about it, we're ready, but it's going to be different. And we're going to have to make transitions. And we, you know, we studied University of Utah when they made that change to the Pac-12. You know, we, we were able to look at that and, and see some of the things that they did right and some of the things they would have done differently. But they made that transition effectively well in a short amount of time. Now, this might sound facetious, but how much simpler is your life not having to schedule 12 games every year? You know, I think it's the question of the year. <laughs> Everybody asks me, and I don't really even think about it once. Okay. I just think that that was the task. Yeah. When we went independent, that was going to be the thing. So, you know, up in my to-do list every day was schedule, and it's not on my to-do list anymore. Yeah. So 
Um, there's other things that have taken its place. So it's not like I'm, you know, on a little uh, fiesta right now. It's more like what's at the top of mind right now is different than it was, you know, during scheduling or COVID or whatever it might be. Well, I also wanted to ask you, in terms of, like, kind of next steps for you guys, what, what's on your docket here? Well, I, I think certainly the transition is important. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to run too fast. We've made a lot of strategic decisions, and now we have to monitor them. Mm-hmm. Because I'm under the belief that we're going to have to change some of those directions. And we, we will not get everything right in that what we've prepared for. So I think that we're walking before we run. Yeah. Um, we've made great preparation. We've spent a lot of great effort and energy in our preparations, but monitoring that and seeing what's right and keep going, mm-hmm. double down, yeah. and then turn, make a U-turn, and take another road on what we may have missed on. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you in terms of, it, there's going to be some feeling out process here, it feels like, for you guys. Like, as you said, sometimes you may try something, it doesn't work, you go back to the drawing board. Is that, is that kind of the mentality as you guys get ready to fully yeah, make the transition? certainly. I, I, but I don't think that we've had to put all our eggs in one risky business. Yeah. It's not my style, it's not our culture of our athletic department mm-hmm. to take dramatic risks. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have strategies that we all confirm on, confer mm-hmm. on. Kalani and I, being together now for this you know, long amount of time, Every year, it's a little bit more firmer and firmer on I knowing what he, how he thinks, mm-hmm. and he knows how I think. Mm-hmm. So I think our our work and efforts in the years past, kind of up and down and changes and stuff, yeah. I've just built for today and the future. Speaking of the other sports, basketball, on the Olympic sports, is there going to be certain sports you feel like will have a tougher transition than others? Or do you think you'll feel like it's across the board, everybody's going to have their work cut out for them? Well, I think everyone will have to change and adapt. Make no mistake about it. Yeah. But I think by nature of just the overall strength of some Big 12 sponsored yeah. sports, like basketball. Yeah. I mean, it's the best conference in the country. And that'll be a challenge for Coach Pope and his staff. But I feel like we're going to be competitive. Okay. But I think that if you look at um, some of the other sports, it depends on how the Big 12 is at this time. Some of our teams are really, really good, and it might take them a while to get a championship, as opposed to some that are going to transition. And it might, it might not look good right away, yeah. but being in the Big 12 is going to help with recruiting, exposure, access, all those things that are important to our future. Last thing for me. How exciting is this for you personally to be here and celebrating the, the Big 12? I'm, I'm, I'm super excited because, like, being here today, you know, I represent Cougar Nation. Yeah. So does Kalani. Mm-hmm. So do our five players. So does Cosmo and the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. If you're here representing BYU, if you're here on behalf of BYU, you represent everybody. And what I'm trying to tell everybody today is we're trying to be a great partner in the Big 12. And we just don't want to come in and go, okay, now we're going to go do our thing. You know, BYU is a strange school. We're going, to, we're going to be a great partner. And we're going to do everything we can to make the Big 12 stronger. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's our focus of attention. We'll focus on our teams, but we have to make sure that everybody grows together if we want to be the best conference in America. Well, Tom, cannot thank you enough for taking some time, and best of luck moving thank forward. Thank you. Appreciate it. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. 
they pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.